yes, amen. I'm Jesse Pruitt, and this is The Light of Hope. We're so glad that you joined us on this uh, wonderful episode that we're about to enjoy together. (laughs) I hope that it's wonderful. (laughs) It's always wonderful when it's in God's Word, and that's where we're going to be. Now, we're going to uh, do this uh, episode and possibly one more, uh, or at least one more, before Christmas. And today is a very, very special episode in my mind. Um, I'm going to share something with you. Our title today is Christ, Devoted Son. Our study through the Gospel of John has been basically, who is this Jesus? And we've had several episodes, Christ the Great Illuminator, uh, Christ the Godly Indweller, Christ the Heart Gazer, and now Christ Devoted Son. I think this fits uh, beautifully uh, within uh, the the time frame of of, of uh, Christmas. <clears throat> I have some things popping up on my computer here that's distracting me. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> anyway, let's uh, let's get into John chapter two. We only have a few moments here, and we want to make the best of it. John chapter two, we find the first miracle that Christ performed. Um, in in his uh, adult life, in the beginning of his ministry. But before we get into that part, I want to take the first five verses, and we want to talk about Christ, the devoted Son. Now, John tells us in chapter 2, on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited and his disciples to the wedding. And when the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with you? Mine hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now, the first thing that stands out in my mind, and and I want to mention this, is that some we have to be very careful when when we're translating or not translating so much, you're not literally translating the scripture, but when, when we interpret or mostly when we apply, apply uh, the text and as uh, most any uh, scholar will tell you first, there has to be correct interpretation before there can be uh, proper and correct application of the scripture. We must understand what, what is being said, what is being taught, the the uh, the basis of the message that the Scripture is presenting here before we can apply it to our lives. I mean, that's just, that makes just good sense. So um, one of the things that, uh, that we talk about often when we get to this part is he uses, uses the term, it's translated woman. But let me just simplify this. Um, Sometimes in our day and time, when someone says woman, (laughs) the way that we might read it here, you might tend to understand it as he was talking to her in a disrespectful manner. And that was absolutely 180 degrees from the truth. Uh, In fact, the original term and the original, uh, the way he addressed her in this text was the opposite of that. He was respect, he was 
addressing her in a most respectful manner. Now, I want to get off into that any deeper, but basically understand that he was not being disrespectful. In fact, he was being very, very respectful. Now, that is the main point of what we want to talk about here briefly today. Christ, devoted son. Mary, mother Mary, mother of Jesus, he, he was he was the son of God. And, and we find back in Luke, uh, the first chapter, we can I'm going to turn back over there just for a moment. Um, when when Dr. Luke uh, wrote his gospel, he was he, it, it letting us know how all this began. And he was saying how the angel of the Lord came to Mary and uh, informed her that she had been chosen by uh, the Lord God to bear the Son of God. Uh, and he told her that uh, the Holy Spirit would overshadow her and that she would be bearing a son. And he said that he would be uh, the Son of God. I mean, that that's just uh, the the best way for me to paraphrase that. And she understood, uh, although she didn't know all the details, and we can't say that she understood everything that uh, was going to come to pass in his life, yet uh, we can only just uh, imagine the the wonder that may have been in her heart as she uh, thought, man, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be quite a task. Now, so we can make more of Mary than she is. She, she Mary is not God. Okay, let's just put it out there. Mary is not God, but don't underplay her part because she bore the Son of God, and and that doesn't make her holy uh, as God is holy, but yet she is his mother and he he respected her and he loved her he adored her he he minded her now there are many things that you can read in some of the non uh, accepted um that are not in the, we call them uh we call the the books of the bible the canon or those that are accepted as part of the inspired text and even the early church did not uh, recognize many of these others. Uh, some are good maybe for some reference and history and things like that. But um, still, the, we, what we have today uh, is, is readily understood as being the inspired text, the inspired Word of God. Um, <clears throat> there are other uh, books and different writings that you could read about that say different things about how Christ the Lord Jesus was raised and that he did, you know, various miracles as a child and stuff like that. But the, 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 the scripture bears out that he grew up as a normal child. I mean, it was just very, very, very straightforward. He, he grew and he became, you know, a wonderful and beautiful child. And as he began to grow, uh, this is his first miracle here. He was probably, I mean, we could go back and forth all day. I mean, he was at least 30 years old. Some say 33. Uh, that that little detail does not mean so much to me as the fact that he was a grown man. And this was the beginning of his ministry. That's where we find him. So uh, that kind of brings us up to where we are. But I want us to notice a couple of things about this. 
she knew that he was the son of God. And the angel of the Lord told her that. And she knew uh, where he came from. But I, I want you to understand something. He, he, Jesus Christ was the son of Mary in the sense that God uh, gave her uh, as the mother of Christ and she bore him. But he was not the biological son of Joseph. And uh, the scripture, the text bears that out to be true. If he had been, then he would have been just simply a man like you and I, and no more able to um, provide that substitute for our sins than, than I would be able to. Um, they're just He had to be the perfect, sinless Lamb of God. And I know that's not popular in the day, and I know that sounds far-fetched to many, and some, you know, ridicule, you know, for saying those kind of things, but I'm not going to allow that to phase me at all because I know what the scripture says and I believe the Bible. I believe the text. I believe God. I know he lives in my heart. Uh, I'm not perfect either, but I know who God is and she knew who he was. She knew where Jesus Christ came from because the angel had appeared to her and told her, and we have it recorded in the text. She knew where he came from. She also knew she knows and, and John writes in, pre, uh, we call it historical present tense, she, she knows who he is. And so here we are, we're at the, Canaan of, the, the uh, wedding at Cain of Galilee, and they're having a crisis because they're not very wealthy people, and the wine ran out. And she's saying to him, uh, they have no wine. <laughs> they ran out of wine. Now, we're going to talk about in the next one about that particular subject. We won't get into that today. But what she was saying to him, we have a problem. And she knew where he came from. She knows who he is. He is the son of the Most High God. And also, the reason she came to him is because she knows what he can do. She knows what he's capable of. Uh, if we take those three things right there, we can do a whole lot with it. She knew where he came from. She knows who he is, and she knows what he's capable of. Um, in our lives, those things can be um, very, very true and lived out. And I want to talk about our mothers for a moment. Jesus Christ, devoted son. He came, and we, we, we celebrate Christmas because that's about the Savior coming into the world. I know it gets commercialized, and we don't need to get off out in left field with that. The idea here is that the, the reason for the Christmas season is because that the Savior is born into this world to pay for our sins on the cross of Calvary. That just that's just an amazing thing to ponder. But he is a devoted son, and we sing about and we preach about and we teach about his mother and 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 what a wonderful lady she uh, obviously was. But I want to bring this home just for a moment. Jesus Christ, devoted son. Some things happened this week, and I talked to a young man just yesterday, and uh, his teenage daughter had attempted to take her life. 
She took a bunch of pills, and it's really affected now her body. Uh, she's going to have to uh, go through a lot of things. But <clears throat> what he stated was that all the things that have happened in recent months because of the lockdowns and the shutdowns and all the hysterical stuff, and I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to speak my mind. I'm always known for that. I think we have made way too much of something that is has a 99.9% survival rate, and I'll leave that alone. But a lot of people's lives uh, have been affected in a very negative, negative way. And a lot of people um, have been shut down, locked up at home. And he, he even stated to me in our conversation, he said, now, when we were kids, if we were, if we were told to stay home from school, we'd have been, <laughs> we'd have been having a high heel time. I said, yeah, we'd have been in the creeks. We'd have been having a blast. Um, but these kids nowadays, they, they, they're not always the same. And, and it really affected it has affected, and I've heard this report over and over again from many different places. It has affected the 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 psyche, I guess you'd say, of a lot of people, not only teenagers. But that really hit home whenever we began to talk about that. And I, my heart went out to him, and I told him, I said, man, I just I don't know what to say, but I'll, I'll pray for your daughter, and I'll pray for you. Um, I'm going to ask you to do something today. <clears throat> This has been a very depressing, depressing few months. This year has been rough on a lot of people. And whether or not we can sit here and argue about why, that's that, that let's deal with, let's deal with the now and now. Let's deal with what we have. What we have is the Christmas season and the holiday season for a lot of people is also a depressing time because, you know, there are different reasons. They, they maybe are away from family, but I'm, I'm going to, speak specifically to you and you may be in a place where you can't be with your family you can't uh, go visit if you can i'm going to ask you to go visit your mother if your mother's not uh, around if, if she's not with us anymore or you're not physically able uh, to go and see her i'm going to ask you to call her on the phone and talk to her uh, maybe you're and this is where my points going maybe you're the person who you, you possibly you might be incarcerated you might be listening to this uh, uh over some kind of uh, radio or, or device that you might have and you might be incarcerated and you're not capable i don't have the ability to go home to see your mother i'm going to ask you to do something i'm going to ask you to write her a letter and if she's gone from this this life and she's not with us anymore, I'm going to ask you to, to mail that to a family member or someone that you know and, and, and just go through the motions. I'm not a psychologist. I know I'm, I'm not. But the point is, I think it would help you in your heart and mind if you write a letter and you tell your mother how much you love her, how much you miss her, how much uh, she means to you. I think it would really do you very much good. And if she is still with us, I know that it would do her uh, very much good. That's that's what the Christmas season, I believe, can mean to us. And I'm going to ask you to do that. And I'm going a little bit over my usual time. But um, I think this is a time that we need to unburden ourselves of some stress and things like that. Jesus Christ, the devoted son. Now, what he did here, what she asked him to do, she did. And look at that last verse. She says, whatever he says to you, do it. She knew what he was capable of. She knew he was able to do whatever. She didn't understand everything he was going to do, and she didn't know exactly what he was going to do necessarily. But 
She knew what he was capable of. And I want you to know something. Our God is capable of making your life rich and full. Our God is capable of changing your life. And I know he wants to do that. So I'm going to ask you today, consider that. Consider writing a letter to your mother, maybe your dad, uh, maybe your sister, maybe another family member. Whoever meant the most to you, whoever raised you, whoever brought you up and maybe taught you the way you should live. Maybe you've gone from that. Maybe you strayed from that. But my friend, if you're still breathing and you're still listening to the sound of my voice, there is a there's an opportunity for you to turn that around. Give your heart and life to Jesus Christ today and trust him because I know what he can do. Until next time, this is Jesse Pruitt. This is the Light of Hope.